Good afternoon, everyone. I wanted to discuss now the second bracha of Shemayim Ezrei, which is the Bracha Sadvurois, as the Chacham called it, Bracha Sadvurois. Um, the first bracha of Shemayim Ezrei, we discussed uh, who Hashem is, it defined who Hashem, who Hashem is. And now the second bracha is going to describe what Hashem does. And that is, He does Gvurois, He does great, mighty things. Um, uh, as we know, the chasimah of each bracha summarizes the essence of the bracha. And the chasimah of this bracha, of Gvurois, is So it seems like Trias HaMesim is the real um, central point of this bracha. Um, the question now is why? Why? What is so important about Trias HaMesim that it should be put at the start of Shemana Esrei and it should merit to have basically its own bracha? What is the connection between Trias HaMesim, the belief in Trias HaMesim, and the service of Hashem in regards to davening? So, of course, this question could go beyond davening. It's really, Tchias uh, Mesim in general is one of the Yud Gimel Ikram brought by the Rambam. Um, but, so why is this so important? So we could try to take this idea, try to understand why we're focusing on Tchias Mesim. We could apply it to Shemana Esrei, and maybe we could also apply it to our general belief system. So, in order to do this, we have to really understand this, um, what the Brach of Gvurais is trying to tell us. So really, if we look at the bracha, the main part of the bracha, if you look at the examples given in this bracha, we see that they're all situations where Hashem, in His great power, saves people from an existing predicament that they are in. So gevura, this, this trait of gevura, of strength, might, it basically it stops a wheel which is in motion. And there, meaning there's a natural state and Hashem comes and He changes it. So, if a person falls, then Hashem will pick him up. If a person is sick, Hashem will heal him, or He can heal him. If a person is in prison, um, He's bound in chains, He can't break out, but Hashem will come and break these chains which hold Him. It's not teaching us Hashgacha necessarily that Hashem is responsible for everything, which of course is true. But over here, it's it's teaching us that no matter what where we are in life, no matter what predicament we're in, and even though it may seem terrible, it may seem like you're in a bad predicament, a terrible predicament that you can't fix, and it's irreversible. It doesn't matter. Hashem could come and he couldn't resolve it. In other words, Hashem can overcome any situation because he is the Gibar, he is the mighty one of the entire world because he, is, he can do anything, including Triyas HaMesim, and he is Matzmiach Yeshua. He can, he, can, he can literally do anything. Now, um, there is of course a difference between all the examples of the Gvuris, healing the sick, supporting people who fall, and freeing a person from jail, and then there's the ultimate example, which is Trias HaMesim. There's a difference between the first three that I said and Trias HaMesim. We have seen in our lives all the first three examples. Um, but we never witnessed Trias HaMesim, of course. None of us have. On the other hand, it's a, 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 another difference is all the, the first three examples, they're all only kind of partial examples of how Hashem can step in because they don't really demonstrate the totality of Hashem's gvura. The, it, it, they, don't, they, don't, they don't show His infinite gvura because 
we there are other non-divine powers that can succeed to a certain extent in in healing the sick. You could go to the best doctor in the world, and you can even though of course Hashem is the Roy Chaylam, but the doctor is the one who's helping you. Um, a person is in prison. Of course, Hashem is the one that has the hashgacha to get a person free from prison, but there could be a president who can pardon you, and you'll be out from prison. So these are things that it, we don't really see Hashem's total gevura in the first three brachas. But if we examine the bracha, then we see it says, And right after that, it says, Who is like you? Who is like you? Who's comparable to you? You're the melech memes umechayo You are the one who can do resurrection. You can resurrect the dead. Our bracha, when we first start, it's as if we're starting and we're saying we only see the world in our natural eyes. And if you're in that state, you really can't dive in at all because you really can't have the total, total connection to the Rabbani Shalom to be totally reliant on him. But we know that if, if his natural world should betray us, then who else do we have to, to turn to? So we need to be prepared for a situation where it might be something beyond Teva or almost beyond hope where we have nowhere else to turn except the Rabbani Shalom. So now we can understand what the bracha means. Before the Me'in Chasima, before Baruch Hashem Chayyim Esim, we say Micha Moicha Bal Gevuris Umi Doim Elach. That is, we are saying, we're an expression of wonder. We don't see this anywhere else in Shmuel Esrei, and that's the response to something. That's a response to something that is very surprising. So now we can understand what it means. Before davening, we stand with our natural eyes, and as religious people, we view the action of Hashem within the natural world. But in our eyes, Hashem is part of the natural world, but it's still part of a system within which he operates. But now all of a sudden, who is like you? We see the eyes uh, uh, that we have from Hashem beyond the natural order, beyond the Teva. And that's only then when we're standing in that realm where we could say we are totally reliant on the Rabbi Shalom, then we can now dive into Hashem. And that is only possible through the example of Mechai HaMesim, which is beyond Teva, as opposed to the first three examples, which are within the natural world.